Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is March 19th. Just a quick reminder before we jump in today, oftentimes I'm asked where the references for all the different quotes are. If you'd like to see the references for all the different quotes that we use or read the entire article for yourself, those are posted every single day to our Come Follow Me Daily Dose pages on Facebook and Instagram. So if you want to follow us there, you can get more information about what specific talks or books all these different quotes are coming from. So let's jump into Doctrine and Covenants 27 again today. Remember, we're talking about the armor of God. Yesterday, we talked about the different areas that we're protecting, the loin, the heart, the feet, and the head, representing our virtue, who we're becoming, our actions, and our thoughts. Now, today we're going to talk about three different weapons that are mentioned here that will help us as we prepare to see our Savior again. The very first one is found in verse 17. It says, Taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. I love the picture that that paints. It's very visual. But there is a talk given by Elder Perry back in the 80s that I absolutely love that talks about building your shield of faith. And he tells a really neat story about how he felt he was shielded by not only his own faith, but the faith of those who were praying for him. This is what he says. We were dressed in our home each morning, not only with hats and raincoats and boots to protect us from physical storms, but even more carefully, our parents dressed us each day in the armor of God as we would kneel in family prayer and listen to our Father, a bearer of the priesthood, pour out his soul to the Lord for the protection of his family against the fiery darts of the wicked. One more layer was added to our shield of faith. While our shield was being made strong, Theirs was always available, for they were available, and we knew it. What a protection it was to travel through the journey of life, knowing about that shield of faith, carefully constructed by loving parents from your first moments on earth. Let me just give you a small example of how that shield would work. One day I was made an attractive offer by a group of Marines, buddies of mine, as we were about to go on a liberty. It wasn't until after we were on our way that I discovered that this was not in the best of company to be in. It was then that I found out that the reason they had invited me was because they knew of my standards. They knew that I would be sober when it was time to return to the base, and I could guide them back. We found ourselves in Los Angeles on a streetcar headed towards a dance hall. They had already started to drink a little and I was ready to part their company. It was here that that protective shield took over, and I knew the prayers of my parents for my welfare. For the streetcar stopped and allowed new passengers to come aboard, and the new passengers separated me from my buddies and pushed me to the back of the car. It was there that I discovered a nice group of young people standing and seated, Immediately upon finding myself in their company, one spoke up and said, Hi, Marine. We're Mormons. What do you know about our church? I answered plenty and got, a, 
and got off the streetcar with them and went to a ward social. You see, the shield of faith was there. It was protecting me from the fiery darts of the wicked in order that in a proper time in my life I would take truly an angel into the temples of the Lord and there at its altar be sealed together for time and all eternity. I really loved that story. I love the idea that as we are teaching and preparing our children, or even after our children are grown, our faith can act as a shield for them as they are developing their own shield of faith. And truly, our own faith can act as a shield for us against the fiery darts of the adversary. As we remember our beliefs, as we remember what God has in store for us, it makes it that much easier to make choices that will lead us back to Him. But even when we don't, even when we are struggling, even if those that we love have lost faith, it can be our prayers of faith that can act as that shield for them. So the next one that we see is the sword of the spirit. Now, this is actually a two-part weapon. I said that there were three weapons given, and the sword of the spirit counts for two of those because it says, the sword of my spirit, which I will pour out upon you. So one of the weapons is the spirit that's given to us, but the second half of the sword of the spirit is my word, which I reveal unto you. So the sword of the spirit is a two-part weapon. It's the spirit of God poured out to us and the word of God, which is given to us. So first of all, how can the spirit act as a protection to us? How can it be part of our armor? One of the main tactics of the adversary is to get us in places or situations where the spirit can no longer be with us or dwell with us. He knows very well that the spirit is one of our protections. And so cunningly, he tries to remove that protection from us by getting us in situations where the spirit can no longer be there, can no longer protect us or guide us. Elder Scott once taught, each of us must stay in condition to respond to inspiration and the promptings of the Holy Ghost. The Lord has a way of pouring pure intelligence into our minds to prompt us, to guide us, to teach us, and to warn us. Each son or daughter of God can know the things they need to know instantly. What a promise! And Elder Packer once said, None of us will ever make a serious mistake without first being warned by the promptings of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit is one of the greatest weapons that we have in our arsenal. Because as we stay worthy of the Spirit, as we stay in situations where the Spirit can be with us to teach us and to guide us, and as we stay spiritually in tune and conditioned to recognize the Spirit, then we will never fail to be warned about situations that would pull us down. But like I've said the past couple days, it's link by link, piece by piece. The spiritual armor doesn't come in one great moment. It comes as we live the gospel, day by day, hour by hour, one commandment by one commandment. And learning to keep and recognize the Spirit is no different. Prompting by prompting, we can learn to speak the language of the Spirit and thus be protected by the sword of the Spirit. But that's only one part of the sword of the Spirit. The other part is the Word of God which He has given to us. 
In the inspired translation of Matthew, we learn some pretty amazing things about this. It talks about all these different things that are going to happen in the last day, all these different things that the adversary was going to do to try to destroy faith. One of those things that it says is found in verse 22. It says, For in those days there shall also arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if possible, they shall deceive the very elect, who are the elect according to the covenant. Now we see that in our day. We see the deception of people, whether it be someone who's standing up and blatantly calling themselves Christ or calling themselves a prophet, or if it's just other teachings or other people that we're following rather than Christ or rather than the prophet of God. These false Christs and false prophets are going to arise in our last day. They're going to try to destroy us and to deceive us. But notice what it says here in this verse. It says they will deceive if possible, the very elect. But then if you go over to verse 37, it's going to tell us how we can protect ourselves from the adversary in the last day. It says, and whoso treasureth up my word shall not be deceived. My friends, that is the last piece of the armor of God, the sword of the spirit, which contains the word of God. And as we treasure up that word, we are given the promise that we will not be deceived. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.